Welcome to Practically a Fabringen, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Hello, and welcome back to Practically a Fabringen. This is Menachem Poznanski. Just before we start, I want to remind you to please subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. Today's episode picks up just in the middle of Perak Aleph. In the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about the nature of Hasidus, the nature of a Fabrengen, uh, the nature of life, and the idea of a tzaddik. And last week, what we touched on was kind of an idea of the, of the fact that a tzaddik is not just, does not just describe a person whose actions are all righteous, but actually that whose character is also righteous. That kind of draws in a really important question that I'm going to start off with for Mayer, which is like, what is this spirit part, this soul part of a person? What, what, is, what does that mean that we have a soul, that there's a spirit, that we could have an elevated spirit or be elevated in our spirit? Like, what does that mean? It's interesting that he, that in this is one of the most important parts in Tanya, even though it's not from Tanya, it's from Chaim Vital, which was the main student of Rizal, is that every Jew has two souls. It's two souls. Every Jew inherently is schizophrenic to a certain degree. He has one energy soul with coding and <coughs> to do, to do, uh, to be good and holy, which is one soul. And there's another soul that's the animal soul. And these are two different energy sources, and they have two different interests, and uh, they're always active. And therefore, inherently, we're always going to have be bogged down by a choice. So we're going to go this way or that way. And it's not always between good and bad. It's sometimes, it's, it's, it's between, it either could be good and bad, it could be between, between good and great. It could be between good and holy. Um, there's a lot of different aspects to these, how these, how this is going to play out, which is something we'll discuss later on. But over here, we're talking about the element itself. What is it? We're talking about an animal soul. Why is it called an animal soul? Is because an animal is just, it just cares for its existence. It's a pro. It just wants to be. It wants to be, procreate, and exist. Everything it does, everything it eats, every place it goes is just to exist, to be. And at the root of this particular soul is the animal soul is that we want to be, to exist. That being the base, afterwards it can, it can morph into other things good, bad, other things, depending on how we do it. But the core of an animal soul is to exist. The core of the holy soul, of the godly soul is, is, is God. It's connect to God. That we will talk about, God willing, in the second chapter. But that's the core of the, the holy soul is only about God, connecting to God. And the core of animal soul is, I want to be, I want to be. Okay, so there's two things that you said that are, I think, strike me. And I, I want to kind of 
press you on it. So first of all, you talked about having two energy sources. So this is like, let's say if you you talked about this being separate than metaphorically, like, uh, you know, when you plug an electronic into the outlet so that it gets energy, right? Which is just the the source of the energy. You're saying it's it's more than that. But let's say if we're to use that as an as a a metaphor. So what you're saying is there's like we're we are like a, an appliance that's trying to effectuate what God wants. And now what you're saying is that there's actually two flows of energy coming into the appliance that's trying to direct the appliance in a specific direction, as if there's like two plugs. I plugged into two areas, and each area has its way of dissecting or or disseminating its energy right and each of those things are both coming in so we're kind of receiving energy from two separate independent sources is that what you meant on one level on another level there's open code i know if there's a term for it where it could be coded also it's not just in electric this is what they're giving they're giving you 220 or you're getting two, you know 221 to whatever the voltage is it's one this is what it is right in 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 our lives it's not like that there's a certain element of it which is godlike which is which actually gives life to that we are alive but the 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 character of it the character parts of it is programmable we are given some code sometimes everybody has different uh, inclinations as we see um, as if anybody has kids, you have kids right when they're born, you see there's a certain inclination, but it's not hard coded and it could be, it could be adjusted, could be, could be reprogrammed. But the, the, the aspect of the electric is just actual life that I'm alive. And that's why somebody could be unfortunately in a coma state where he has no character, but he's alive or when someone's sleeping. There is no functionality. There's no consciences. There's no conscious. Okay, maybe sleeping is not, but in a coma, uh, but they're alive. So there's a life part of it, and then there's the character part of it. Of this character part is of this. You're saying soul. this flow of energy comes along not only with the energy of existence or of life, but also the energy of character and personality, etc. But but you're saying but that there are two sources of energy being kind of channeled into ourselves. Now, I mean, this brings up another question, which is, is there a third entity, entity, which is the self, that's receiving that energy? Or are we just those two energies colliding? Like, how, how does that play out? There is a mimer from the, from the Balatanya that he, re, he says that really this is one soul. You know, it really, that is you take all these parts together and you get the self. But in over here to understand it, we're dissecting it. It's like when, you know. Okay, so it, we, it, we are the meeting parts. point. So what you're saying is we're not like a separate appliance, but we're the meeting point of these two energies. Yes, right. Right, so as they come together, what, what emerges... Is the eye. Is the eye. Wow. What's also unique here that he's... that That's fascinating is that he says over here that the animal soul is comprised of and brings about foil has four elements which is known in old science everything the science believed that everything was made out of earth wind fire and dust 
the Rambam also says everything is made like that. Then after, the reason why it's old science is because afterwards in the new, you know, now they have the table of elements and there's more than just four elements, it's much more. This question was posed to the Babacher Rebbe and the Rebbe said that it's not just the physical elements, it's the character of Eishurach Maimofer, the cold, the hot, the dry, the the weighty, the, the, the different aspects of these four elements you will find even in the whole table of elements. Everything in the world that is in existence has these four characters. And the makeup of these four characters is what makes every existence. It's just in the composition of how much, how you compose it. You know, a good example would be is you have bread and you have cake. You have all breads and cake are made out of flour, water, eggs, whatever, yeast. Now, you go there's no two there's no two there's no two bakers that have the same bake the same cake the same bread and the cake and the bread and different ones different it tastes night and day totally different the same elements how you put them together how the flow which one went in first which one second how much did you make of that what was the temperature in the oven it's how it all came together makes the difference so these four elements are very 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 important but I, what i was amazed is in the first chapter, he speaks a, a lot of detail on this concept. He never speaks about it again. And almost very seldom anywhere in Chassidus discusses this concept. So is it important or is it not important? I think he brings it down over here to say a very, very important practical message. And that is that the animal soul is like animals. They were created and they have a limited lifetime. The the lifespan, and after that, it's done. The animal soul of a Jew, that Nevesha Bahamas, with all its wants and needs and whatever happens, is just limited. It's a limited time for this life. And then it's done. It's after, after 120, when, go, when Shoma goes up to, to, to heaven, it just deals with the consequences of those actions. But the soul itself is done finished not coming back when the holy soul the godly soul comes back or whatever we took from the animal soul and we attached it to good we elevated it so we created an extended nefeshalo kiss a bigger nefeshalo kiss because we took our animal soul and turned it around but it's important for us to know that it's just four elements that are put together and if you and it has to be put together, and if it's not put together, it doesn't exist. It's like a plant where you you feed it. If you feed it, then it grows. If you don't water it, it'll die. So you were saying here is that there's a, a spiritual part of us. There's a soul part of us that's not eternal, right? That there right. are soul parts that are there are parts of our souls, aspects of our soul, or spiritual energy, which are eternal. That we call the nefesh elokis, which we're going to discuss later. And then there's a nefesh Bahamas, an animal soul or a soul that operates in the same system that an animal operates in. And that soul has a beginning, has a middle, and has an end. And if it's not fed, it dies. And it's composed of the same elements that all of reality are composed of, which are not just physical um, qualities and realities, elements, but also they're, they represent spiritual elements that compose uh, all of reality, right? Which is Eish, Mayim, Afer, and Ruach. 
right? So those kind of constitute everything that we experience. Right? That's a very, very like um, radical statement that the realization that there's a part of us, even on a kind of existential conscious level, that's not eternal. Right. That's it was created. Temporary. It's, it's, it's our existence. It, 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 it's our mission. It's, it's part of our, it's, it's our main mission, this animal soul. It's a unique, it's a unique creation that God put everybody. He made a different, even though it's four elements, everybody, he made a little different. He composed them a little differently. And, and that is our mission, what we need to deal with in this world. And if we, by bringing in Torah mitzvahs into these elements, we're basically trying to bring them into the holy soul and figure out that this I, you know, the animal soul is all about I, that there is no bigger I for a Jew than to connect to God. That's its real, that's the Nefesh of Bahamas needs to, that's its mission to come to, that's our mission, each one with their respective soul, to, to realize that their particular character is best suited to do good in the holy place. And that point, it switches over. Versus, as he mentioned before, just to show a, a play on how we see this in real life, he mentions before about Dovid HaMelech, that he was talking about Sadiqim, that they don't have a Yetzirah, which is something very difficult for people to understand. What do you mean they don't have choice? They have no Yetzirah. That means they elevated, they went past, they went over, they, 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 turned, they turned that challenges into good, which we will discuss later on. But David did something different than, David did something like, it says, he, he made a void, he killed it. He just didn't feed his animal soul, and it just, it just died out. So is it, so which one is it? It sounds like you're saying it sound it sound it sounded to me like what you were saying was the the animal soul is a temporary existence. It's a spiritual existence, but it's a temporary existence. Our our godly soul is our eternal existence. And but part of the mission of life is to elevate the aspects of the animal the animal soul to a level of divinity, to the level of godly, and then that transforms uh, temporary um, matter into into non-temporary, into immortal, right? Into di divine, right? So we're kind of right. transforming and elevating the Nefesh of Bahamas to a higher level. But now you're saying that there's an idea of of murdering him, <laughs> of assassinating the Nefesh of Bahamas, right? That it's leaves... a mission. There's, there's two different, later on we'll discuss it because there's two different levels of tzaddik. It's not for the average. The average person needs can always deal with his animal soul. He's never getting rid of it. Right. He's going to need to. He's in. A, he's going to need a function. He's going to find. He needs to find a um, purpose in it. But there are certain unique individuals that God put on the world to be tzaddikim, to be holy, and He gave them the ability to to uh, to overcome, to completely destroy the animal soul, because they have a, a bigger mission. They have a. a, a Something it's too early to discuss, but not and even that. Are not two e levels, and not even to transform, but to destroy. That's the lower level is to destroy. The higher level is going to be is to transform. 
discussed. It's 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 okay. It's so for we have to leave that coming. for later. Okay. So, but these are very Major very. Later. Okay. So the the other thing that that you were saying earlier about the animal soul's nature is to be, and the godly soul's nature is to connect with God or to be attached to God, right? And then you were describing much earlier where you were talking about sometimes we'll have a conflict of choice that's not necessarily about good and evil, but between good and holy, right? So what you're saying there is that our the nature of our animal soul is to want to be, which is good, right? And then being in a way that is uh, righteous or nice or good, right? Whatever that reflects a mensch, right? That's a good thing, but that isn't necessarily always in line with what's, let's say, holy, right? I guess an example there would be, let's say, the choice between life and profaning God's name, let's say, doing something, one of the three sins that for which you're supposed to give up your life, right? So the, the, the animal soul, per se, would want to live ostensibly. The godly soul, though, wants to connect with God. The animal soul submits to the godly soul in that example, right? So, so there's... Yeah. There's conflict kind of going on between the animal soul and the godly There's soul. Always huge conflict, like ridiculous conflict. As we go on, Antonio, we're going to see that this is a very, very, very uh, hostile environment on every level, and, on and, everything. And what we are ostensibly is the, the point of impact between those two parts. That's what you're saying. Yes, yes. Wow. Okay. So, so and most importantly is we have to bring joy to this fight. <laughs> <laughs> How do you go to war with a smile on your face? That's going to be the big challenge. Right. Right. Well, because we get when, when uh, that, because ultimately that's going to be a very important ingredient wow. because the, um, the godly soul is always head is always with love and passion. So, 